Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. We were talking about this yesterday on the show, Paris. It is the season of swooping. Once again, when you hit September, the magpies, for some reason, just go, you know what, we've been friendly for the past 11 months or maybe even 10 months. Now... It's all guns blazing. Yeah, you see, the thing about me is that I don't really relate to swooping season so much because I just don't leave the house. <laughs> That's a good idea. And, of course, if yep. I do leave the house, I'm wearing my cable-tied helmet that yep. I use as a fashion accessory regardless. Mm-hmm. So swooping, don't know her, don't want to get to know her, not familiar. No, well, a lot of people are. I was driving along the street the other day and I noticed a couple of, couple of people ducking and diving away from a magpie. It made me laugh. And we were talking about it yesterday and we were saying, oh, tis the season for swooping. And it gave me an idea that I should sing a song about it and use the tis the season to be jolly song, Christmas song, Deck the Halls is what it's actually called, and rework it for swooping season. Are you sure you didn't get swooped yesterday and it bonked your head so hard that you're having irrational thoughts? Uh, maybe, maybe. Mm. We'll see how this goes okay. anyway. All right, there is a warning with this one. Obviously, the standard warning is that my singing is not good. But another warning is you've got two verses. So after the two- First, yeah, after the first verse, don't come in and go, oh, that was terrible. Or oh, you can, but just be prepared. There is another verse. Our boss is going to do some talking to you <laughs> later today. All right, here we go. Wait for it. <laughs> You've got Long to... intro. Watch this guy's things could get scary. What's that over there? Did you see that too? Tis the season to be wary. Duck down nice and low and go, man, go. Don't we now our zippy-tied headgear? What if I just run from tree to tree? Their sneak attacks are what we all fear. Oh, Maggie's not your friend at this time of year. The end. Nope. Yes, more. it's done. There's more. Yep. Turn it down. Nope. We're all done. Nope. Okay. See their blitz attacks on others. Makes me want to laugh. <laughs> They'll peck anyone, even their own mothers. What's the problem? Why are they so mean? Wave a stick high in the air. I'll give it a go, but I don't think it's a thing. They, they peck that Tucci, they really don't care. I'm staying in the house until the end of spring. Wait for it. I'm staying in the house until the end of spring. Okay, now we're done. So what you're asking is that we wake you up when September ends. Ah, well done. Look, I like that. Hey, you Should've do this thing where the songs don't sound so bad because the tune is so good. Yeah. My ears aren't quite bleeding because hey. you know I froth on a bit of Christmas spirit, okay? I'll allow it. All right. But verse two. Unnecessary. Oh, Very yes. unnecessary. And you know what? I had to talk myself in and out of that for hours. I'm like, should I get another verse? Oh, I've got more lyrics. Yeah, by all means. I think a life lesson for us all is if you're having a moral dilemma over how many verses, mm-hmm. then you should probably just go with less. Well, you're yeah, lucky I uh, got rid of verse three. That was <laughs> that was tragic. There's few things that give me pleasure mm. in this life, Haim. Yep. Very few. <laughs> but the things that do are simple, mm-hmm. accessible, yes. and I indulge in them every day. Uh, coming into work with me is one of those things. In a parallel universe, yes. In this universe, <laughs> though, I'm talking about yep. naps. Uh, there is nothing I love more than completing a workday, getting home and having lunch. I watch maybe one thing on Netflix, yeah. and then I crawl into bed. Mm. Oh, it's so comfortable. You just rest your head on your pillows and you go to sleep. 
Okay, here's the thing. A nap to me is just short. It's 20 minutes. You don't nap. You get yourself into some sort of state of hibernation and you will stay there for hours. Yes, I do. But who are you to tell me that's not a nap? It's okay? not a nap. There's no limit on naps. It's not like a nap is between two and 20 minutes. A nap can be between two and three hours for me or <laughs> Three and four hours or four and five even if I don't have plans. That is correct. I need a lot of sleep, okay? But what I'm saying right now Mm. is that you're shaming me, aren't you? You're saying that I shouldn't be napping. I shouldn't be napping for that long. I I think, yeah, a nap's a nap. Nap is quick. A sleep is longer. Uh, You sleep. Well, as it turns out, you're wrong. Well, everything's saying wrong. Not the time limit thing. I don't no. know so much about yeah. that. Yeah. But the insinuation that napping isn't good for me is where you're wrong. Okay. Oh, okay. So fifty yeah. percent of people mm. who nap, yeah. not fifty percent of people, those who nap mm. are fifty percent less likely to have a heart attack. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Fifty percent less likely. Okay. And I would say because I nap more, yeah. let's make it seventy percent. Why not? <laughs> I'm a scientist. Well, while you're making up uh, stats, why not? All right. So according to reports, researchers Mm. from the University Hospital of Lausanne in Switzerland. Sounds made up. uh, Okay. that's uh, Somebody dreamt it whilst napping. That's not very nice towards Swedish people in Switzerland, okay? (laughs) They're from Sweden, though. What are Switzerland people? They're Swiss. Maybe I need a nap. They monitored 3,400 people (laughs) aged between 35 and 75 for an average of five years and found that, yes, those who decided to nap in the afternoons, mm. not for any specified amount of time, <laughs> were 50% less likely to have a heart attack. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. What if it, you're at work? What do you mean? Can well, you nap at work? I don't know. Maybe take that up with your boss. Yeah, give it a go. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I wouldn't say that napping at work is recommended, but if you can't nap at work, it's also not really my problem. <laughs> right. Because you go home and you have not a nap, but you sleep for five hours at a time. What is with you entitling my activities? It's an app. A big announcement has been made overnight from the team at Apple. They do it every year. It's like you can set your Apple Watch by it. Yes, you can basically say, oh, yeah, it's been about this amount of time because Apple are doing another one of those things with the slideshow. Do they call it a keynote? Is that what it is? Or (laughs) is this just a showcase? I don't know, but a whole bunch of tech people uh, get in a big auditorium and they listen to the people from Apple tell them about the products that they will be releasing in the next year. We're going to change life as yep. you know it with this new technology. That's it. <laughs> It's like you watched it. I watched a little bit of it this morning <laughs> and that is spot on. Really? Spot on. All right. The bit that we're interested in and a lot of people are interested in is, of course, the new iPhone that will be released. Take a listen to this. Apple this morning unveiling three new iPhones at its California headquarters. We have a huge morning plan for you with some truly big announcements. Well, the iPhone 11 base model comes in six colours, including purple, green and red. And with not just one, but two cameras. But a pro model includes an extra camera and comes in two different sizes. Because now you can take a wide camera shot like this, but switch to the ultra-wide to reveal the scale. Yes. The iPhone 11 starts at $1,199, cheaper than last year. I'm still out of my league, as it turns out. Two things. Mm. First of all, I'm actually never stoked when they make a new iPhone announcement because I just got the last one <laughs> and I don't want to spend money on the new one, but yeah. I don't want to be that person with the old iPhone. Mm. Secondly, yeah. though, if you're buying a purple or green iPhone, you don't deserve an iPhone. Yeah. Green, purple, yeah. 
Who's getting a green iPhone? You've got to Come rethink on. your life choices. Is Be that what serious. you're saying? Right. Be serious. Be serious. Back to your comment about rocking the old iPhone. Uh, what, are you, what, what have you got now? What, uh, what uh, iPhone XS Max. Okay. It was the latest tech until, right. okay. like, what, 24 hours ago? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I, in my hot little hands right now... I have an iPhone 5. Hey, you know the right thing to do would be to take that artifact and donate it to the museum. I was at the gym the other day and I was watching a little video. I think it was one of your uh, Instagram videos, Paris. Oh, go on. And, Tell me more. Uh, I, was, I was enjoying the content yes. immensely. And a guy walked past one of the trainers and he's like, my God, that is the oldest phone I've ever seen. What are you doing with that? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep using it until it breaks. He's like, are you watching a video on a Tamagotchi? What is that thing? Because <laughs> They're so small the compared to the new iPhone. So, so small. <laughs> but I know we're talking about the latest tech, or at least iPhone was, uh, uh, with that release later on this year, just in time for Christmas, as it turns out. But is there anybody that's still rocking some old tech? Yeah, we should try and find, like, the person who's kept their phone for the longest. Yes. If you've got a Nokia E63, <laughs> all right, I want to hear from you. All right, give us a call. We want to know how long you've had your phone for. Uh, what, what would be the... Give us a bold prediction, Paris. Oh, 12 years, I 12 reckon. years? Yeah. All right, let's see how we go. Give us a call, 13, 12, 16. Karen's on the line. How long has it been for you? Oh, well, you know, I go back in the days. So I'm very, very old school. I've still got the tin can and the string. <laughs> I That's see. True. Well, we're actually getting quite a good line from the yeah, tin can and string, nice? Karen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a long piece of string, yeah. uh, but it's still uh, somewhat compatible. You must have a good arm on you because yeah. you threw it right through the window <laughs> and we're right. on level five. Yeah, yeah, you know, did a bit of pitching in my day. Do you find that you have to keep the string nice and tight all the time and that can be a bit of a burden? It can. I mean, it can cause a bit of static if you're not quite so tight with it. It's no good for short distance calls. No. <laughs> no, not at all. But very short distance calls, it's okay because you're just like shouting. It's like a normal conversation with somebody. And if somebody That's closes right. the door on your string, then there's a new set of worries oh. right there. That's it. But, you know, you sort of figured they don't want to talk to you then. Lucky enough, I've actually seen the tin cans on a $49 per month plan and comes with 100 gigs of data from Optus at the moment. Wow. Oh, that's something I can look at. <laughs> thanks for the call. Okay, thanks very much. You remember this time yesterday, Paris, I was talking about the fact that my parents are still with us. Yes, I do remember, and I'm glad to hear that they're still with us. <laughs> Hang on. But how about if they're still at your house or not? Yeah, yeah, no, they're still at my house and they're still with us. Yes. With us, which is Thank which goodness. is great. Thanks. Uh, yes, we better clear that one up. <laughs> uh, yes, they've driven up from Adelaide. Unfortunately, what happened was uh, just outside of Gundy, they had some car troubles. Uh, the guy from RACQ, uh, he he helped them out, but got them did enough to the car to get them to here. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Now, the car went to the mechanics. The mechanic then said, okay, we've got to order a part. It's a new radiator, I assume, mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to take a little bit of time, five days. So they've been milling around the house for the past five or six days, all right? And they normally, when they come up, they base themselves here with us, but they do some travelling. So they'll be back for two days. Two days is just enough. And then off they go. They'll go away for a week. They come back for another two days. Two days, also just enough. Hey, I've got to ask after yesterday, mm. your parents don't listen to the show, do they? No, no. Good. They're it's not good even up to, right now. Good.
good to confirm yeah. that because yeah. I do worry that you're berating them on I the airways I inched through bit. the door yesterday because mm. they were home. I'm like, hey, guys, did you have a good morning this morning? They're like, yeah. I'm like, what time did you get up? I'm like, ah, sometime after nine. I'm like, good. Excellent Sweet relief. Work. Yeah, that's right. And then we went on with our day. Uh, so I put out an impassioned plea yesterday to the mechanic because the car went in to be fixed yesterday and said, please, mechanic, can you make my parents' car the first car because we are driving each other batty at the moment. We're all stuck in the house together and we're all angry. Please, my parents need to get out of the house for their own sanity, including mine. Sounding like a lesson in tolerance for yes. you all. Yes. Well, as a, here's an update, Paris. Here's okay. an update. Go. So my dad called the mechanic yesterday afternoon, uh, hoping that the car would be ready, and the mechanic said... No, it's not ready. Is it near ready? Not even close, as yay. it turns out. I'm saying so, yay because I'm glad you're being tortured. I've got two, <laughs> two theories when it comes to my plea to said mechanic. Uh, my first theory is, doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. My second theory is, listens to the show but thinks it would be hilarious for uh, this to continue for as long as possible because my parents uh, are driving me crazy and I'm driving them crazy. I think we should probably stick with the first one. The first one? Yeah, he doesn't listen. Okay, well, let's hope it's that one because uh, the other thing, the other way, that's kind of cruel, right? Mm, yeah, it is cruel. All and right. we're never hilarious, no. so there would be no point. <laughs> All right, fair enough. My best friend found herself in a little bit of a kerfuffle, a little bit of a stitch-up, mm. self-inflicted kerfuffle and stitch up, I will say, over the weekend. Yes. And I want to explain to you what happened, mm-hmm. Hayne, but to do that, I need to take you to the beginning of the weekend. Well, not okay. the beginning, but the beginning of the story, at least. Yes. That's how all good stories are told. Mm-hmm. So, over the weekend, yep. I went to Byron Bay Lovely. with my bestie. Yep. And it's about three hours away from mm-hmm. where I live, two and a half, three hours, just depending on the traffic and yep. stuff like that. Went to Byron Bay. We were only there for a few hours. So, we went there in the morning, mm. stayed for like four hours, yep. and then drove back. So, sure. it wasn't like an expedition of days and days on end. It was just a Quick one trip. day, yep. just wanted to have a bit of fun, yep. went to the lighthouse, sat on the beach, mm-hmm. walked around, had some hot chips. Yep. Oh, my gosh, tried this broccolini that had this Asian sauce on it, and it was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Lovely. Had some gelato, Lovely. raspberry, saw a busker, and at the end of the day... Enjoyed the u- unique aroma of certain parts of Byron Bay. Oh, well, what are you talking about? The sea breeze? That's exactly what I'm talking about. At the end of the day, decided mm. to get a smoothie for the road. Lovely. Because we're in Byron. Yeah. You know, we're in Byron. We were already in the car, already driving out, and I was like, oh, look, I'll just pull in here. Mm-hmm. Let's get a smoothie for yep. the drive. Yeah. I got a smoothie. Mm. She got a fail of a smoothie, I will say. This mm. isn't the kerfuffle, but no, she got okay. a, a lemon and lime Why? smoothie. Why? I know. And she's like, it's a bit watery. I'm like, yeah, no crap. Of course it's a bit watery. It's got lemon and lime in it. Yeah, lemon and lime. It's not Ooh. a smoothie. Ooh, not a smoothie. No, yeah. I got um tropical. Lovely. Mango. Yes. Mm, passion fruit, banana. Anyway. Stop it. Keep talking to me. <laughs> so we get this frozen smoothie. Yep. And we leave. Mm. No worries there. Yeah, it's Nothing fine. happened. Yeah. End of story. We drive all the way home. Yeah. Time of our lives. Mm. She goes to get out of the car, grab yep. her bag. Bag's not there. No bag. No bag. No wallet. Where's bag? Where's bag? Where's bag at? I know. I haven't seen bag. She goes, no, okay. I have it. Yeah. When we were leaving Byron, it was in the car. I had to get my phone out of it mm. and I've got my phone. I've definitely got it. Yeah. Rewind a little bit. A few seconds mm. ago, I was just telling you we stopped one more mm. time on the way out of Byron oh, Bay. Oh, no. Wallet's lost. Can't find wallet. Panicking. Mm. I can't get home because she's like not wanting to let go of me in the car yeah, just in case the wallet purse bag is in there. Yep. Not in there. I eventually go home, mm. get a message from Maritza. What's her yep. name? Yep. 
works in Byron Bay, frozen yogurt and smoothie bar. <laughs> yep. Hey, Anna. That's my friend's name. Mm. Just letting you know, I think I've got your purse here. Wow. With your ID, no. your bank card, yep. your public your transport card, your, life. your cash, yep. everything. Yeah. I've got it here in Byron Bay. No. It's a Sunday. Can't post it right away. No. She's left her wallet behind. What a kerfuffle for her. That's a big kerfuffle. I've never left my wallet behind. Mm. <laughs> Mainly because I, if you didn't hear that, I was knocking on wood. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mainly because I don't really carry a wallet or a no. purse. I'm not one of those types of people. Mm. Have you ever left something behind before, hey? I've been left behind before, if that counts. Oh, I was really? on a, I was on a I'd bus leave trip. You behind. Yeah, no, it, it's happened more than once. Uh, I was on a, a bus trip when I was a young fella with a mate of mine. We were halfway across the country. The bus stopped for a toilet break. We got out, went to the toilet. We got uh, we couldn't get back in. The bus had left. The bus driver did not do a head count. He left two kids literally at a bus stop. Oh, really? The two or, least or favourite ones. How yeah, sad. that's right. He's like these guys, troublemakers. Out you go. But to be fair, it does happen to all of us. We mm. leave things behind all the time. I, for one, always forget things. Bus drivers obviously forget the least favourite kids. Yep. And my best friend leaves her wallet three hours away at a frozen yogurt bar in Byron Bay. So 13, 12, 16 is the number. I love stories like this. What have you left behind? Okay, now Brittany's on the line. Brittany, what have you left behind? Um, I went to the state of origin in Brisbane. We yep. live about five hours away. Uh, went to the state of origin, all good, sitting in the bar area, went to the toilet, put my bag on the hook, put the phone behind the toilet, got up, went to leave, went back to the bar area, obviously having a good time, realised, oh my God, where's my phone? Oh my God, where's my bag? Went back to the toilet stool, nothing in there. Really? Those dirty, yeah. dirty dogs. Did you ever yeah. end up getting it back, Brittany? Oh, uh, I checked all the toilets and went back to my parents and my family went, oh my God, it's gone. They said, no, go and check. So I went to the desk, like the help centre and said, did anyone happen to hand in a phone? She said, oh, well, describe it. Describe the phone and bag. Someone had handed it in. Oh, oh thank goodness. Lucky. I retract my dirty dog yeah. statement. <laughs> Society yeah. is restored. Yeah, I was just so worried. It had like hundreds of dollars of cash, a brand new iPhone, just everything. Well, you're lucky. If I lost yeah. my bag, I'd be losing a few dirty tissues and a key ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, uh, Brittany, thank you very much for the call. We'll move across now to uh, Sharon on 1312 16. Sharon, what have you lost? Uh, well, actually, um, medication, believe it or not. Um, years ago, my me, my four kids, and my parents were visiting from New Zealand. We were going up for a holiday to Bundaberg. Mm -hmm. I had packed everything for my four kids, myself. All my mum needed to remember was my dad's medication. Oh. She left that behind. Left yeah. it behind. And, left um, it behind. So, yeah, and that's naturally hard just drive back and get it. So what we had to do is take my dad to the hospital to get the placement um, medication. Mm. And then the very next day, uh, my husband had put the medication on a bus, Metaphides, yep. and they drove it up to Bundaberg, so we were able to pick it up. But he couldn't look it up. Happy Heart ending. medication, and, yeah, it was. But, you know, we left it behind. Yeah, mm. I assume at the time it was pretty serious, but now it's a bit of a stitch up that you bring up every now and then. Oh, don't forget the medication. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the call. We appreciate okay. it. And we've got Belinda on the line on 13, 12, 16. Belinda, what have you left behind? Um, well, it's a bit of a different leave behind story. Um, both my girls 
dance and we were at a dance competition last year mm-hmm. and we were staying all the way out at Mermaid Beach and there's dance competitions at the convention centre at the Gold Coast. So it was about, about a half an hour, 40 minute drive. And I get up the escalators of the dance competition and I realise I have left my daughter's costume back at the hotel. Oh. And we only had an hour till check-in. Mm. So I sent my husband all the way back. He was probably doing 80 along a 60 strip. Mm-hmm. There and back. And we finally got the costume and they became national champions. Oh, I have chills, Belinda, because you're definitely not the only dance mum out there who's done that. <laughs> Once upon a time, I got to the second round of Australia's Got Talent Did with you? my dance team. Yes. My parents forgot my costumes. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So what happened in your case? You just they, wanted... they had to go and get it. Okay. Because the second rounds, they're not even on TV yet. There's like oh. five rounds before the television. Anyway, that's a discussion for another day. But, Belinda, you're not alone, and congratulations on the national championships as well, whenever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Time heals all wounds. But as it turns out, not only does time do that, Manuka Honey does as well. (laughs) And in this scenario, it's healed a wound on a private place. We're used to hearing Manuka Honey being used on the throat and stuff like that, added to a cup of tea, fixes your sore throat, Mm -hmm. fixes your illness. Well, not so much in this scenario. Now, we very well know that this time of morning is reserved (laughs) for those things that are a little more risque. Mm Mm-hmm. And fair enough as well, because I really couldn't be talking about this in any other spot, okay? It worries me, but yes, continue. Man, 55 years old, Mm. whose penis split due to infected tumours, has had his member reconstructed Mm. with Manuka honey after a skin graft failed. Reconstructed with Manuka honey. Yeah. So they used honey to remould it or they remoulded it and then covered it in honey so <laughs> it healed. All right, let me run you through it. Yeah. So he had these non-cancerous tumours on his private genitalia yep. that were not getting cured through surgery. They literally cut them off, mm. put skin grafts on there, and yep. the wounds and the scabs and stuff just were not so healing gross. up. Yep. It got so bad that he got this injury that basically split the foreskin. Oh. Oh, yeah, oh, so badly why we, why? that he had to go to a specialist at a university as a yep. last resort and say, hey, can you help me out? And they mean. were like, oh, all right, well, let's try this Manuka honey thing. Manuka honey contains a naturally occurring enzyme that produces hydrogen peroxide. Mm. This enzyme is an antiseptic with super antibacterial and antimicrobial properties, yep. which help to stimulate skin cell growth. Yeah, right. So... Yeah, they basically lathered it in honey uh-huh. and left it on there mm. and then wrapped it up oh. and it ended up healing oh. and regrowing oh. that foreskin together. Well, that's good news for him. Well done, and I'm glad he's all healed. But don't use this as a chance for you to dip your member in some honey and uh, take it straight out of the cupboard in the kitchen. Well, unless it's manuka, then I feel like you can uh. be pretty confident in that. Uh. But yes, we wouldn't give that... Medical advice to you. The no. actual injury is called penile denundation. Oh and they're using this as an official uh, medical grade way of yep. healing the splitting of the pain. There we go. There we That's go. weird science, isn't it? What else are you going to call that? Uh, well, nothing else. Uh, a nightmare, actually. Uh, that is just not right on so many levels, but well done on him on getting some honey to fix up. Yeah, I that. prefer my honey on toast. Yeah, me too. As it turns out. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.